The following program was recorded on an earlier date for presentation at this time. Check one, two, three, four. Test, 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 test. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Test, 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 test. Hello. This so everybody, let's, is let's sync up so we can get this rolling. Welcome to Jet. You know what? Hey, let's have. Bill, you want to have Eric read the opening? I no. Sure, that might be a good idea. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm cool with that. Okay. Um, this will be awesome. Tavern cast. Slater. Eric. Take one read intro. Marker. Intro. Colon. Welcome back to the bar. Grab a beer and pull up. Cut, 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 cut. Uh, do you think you can read that with a little bit more uh, inflection? Uh, we're looking for like a, a hodgepodge of like uh, an actor voice and like a straight read voice, uh, a hybrid. Think Morgan Freeman is what we're looking for. Okay, yeah, take two, Marco. Welcome back to the bar. Grab a beer and pull up a seat. This is Tavern Cast. I'm Bryce, I'm Eric, I'm Bill, and I'm... Uh, 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 we, we're trying to... You probably shouldn't read the script verbatim. Uh, it, it, some of that is for other people, so just, you know, read the script and follow along carefully. And just try to get a little bit more inflection in there, if you can. Uh, you got any more... You got any comments? Was that, was that Morgan Freeman? Because, I mean, I wasn't sure... That, seriously, that's Morgan Freeman? I don't know. Well, why don't we get that Tickner guy in here and see if he can do Morgan Freeman? Is Tickner here? Tickner? Hello? Hey, did somebody call my name? Sorry, I'm late. Yeah. Hey, guys. Listen, uh, Eric is absolutely worthless reading uh, the, the intro. <laughs> There's absolutely a shocker. Worthless. I'm sorry, wait, what was that? We're trying to see if we can get uh, the script read in sort of a Morgan Freeman kind of intro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Martha. Hi, this is Morgan Freeman. Welcome to another Tavern Cast. I'm Eric. <laughs> this is Morgan. Bryce is over there. Mike is out in Mackinac. And we've got a brand new member named Jim. Hope you all enjoy the show, as I know I do every week. From the great state of Michigan in the American Midwest, it's time for good beer, great friends, and pure 100% fun. This is Tavern Cast. Welcome back to the bar. Grab a beer and pull up a seat. This is Taverncast, and as always, I'm your pain in the ass director, Bryce. And you are your her, Eric. This is the talking over everybody madman, Bill. We're joined today by Mike, who is currently not in studio, but will be here later on in the show. Hello. Hey guys, Taverncast. Hey Taverncast, this is Mike. I'm on the phone. I'm out in Mackinac Island. I'm trying to get over there as far as fast as I possibly can. All right. Look, I've got to get there. Go ahead and start the show without me, and uh, I'll be there absolutely positively. Go ahead and start. 
And we have a guest in studio with us today. Uh, another sit-in guest in the bar. Just pulled up a chair, walked in the bar, and here she is. Her name is Jen. Tell us a little about yourself, Jen. Hey, I'm Jen. I'm the guest. <laughs> Jen actually goes back on the show for a little while, too. She's been the unofficial or official unofficial voice of Taverncast for all of Season 3. So if you know those intros that we've done uh, for various shows, like the High Strangeness show or the Movie Magic show... Uh, give, give us a taste of the British accent in the uh, movie Magic Show. In the movie Magic Show, um, perhaps you'd like to give me something specific to say, and then I'd be very happy to read it, however you'd like me to. How about this? Yeah, uh, my penis is ten inches long. Bill is a big, fat liar. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm sorry, that wasn't right. Oh. <laughs> uh, let me try it again. Boof! <laughs> Watch this fanciness. Yeah. If you've got something awesome to say or really absolutely nothing at all but just want to harass us, go ahead and give us a call on the internet at, gosh, what's the number here? Bryce, Eric, you guys have the number? Yeah. 734418707. Wait, what was that again? 734870777. Wow. That is. 734418777. That is professional if I ever heard it. Indeed. No, it's something else. Internationally, you can catch us on Skype. Username is Taverncast, or just send us an MP3 file, uh, and we'll make sure that we will put what you send us on the show. So far, I have played every uh, uh, voicemail we've gotten, and Liar. I will continue to that play them. Liar. 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 Yeah. We had to qualify that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bill has called the show a few times. <laughs> Hello? I hope I'm telling the right number. Um, can you please tell me why do orgasms feel so good? Hey, uh, this is uh, Bubba. I've got a question. Uh, I hope this is the right phone number. Uh, if not, just, you know, ignore. you got a pretty mouth, you know, like when you talk and stuff, it, it sounds pretty. Would you please do me great favor and tell me if you could please be having the Tavarkas folks no more making fun of President Putin, but his vigorous torso. Uh, we find it a great or so I hear they find it a great insult to the glorious motherland. Uh, have a nice day. Thank you. Oh, guys. We young people have a question. We have a take em vote among all the tribe. Please admit you smoke em da peyote. Peace. Hello? Um... Uh... 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 Oh boy, uh, this is a lot harder than I thought it would be. Uh, my name, you guys can call me Animal. Uh, I listened to the first episode, uh, and, uh, took your advice about not playing World of Warcraft anymore so I could try to get a girl. I just wanted to get what the next step would be, uh, to try to get a, uh, a girlfriend. I will... 
you have a girlfriend? Oh, oh hey, So the give, hijinks, us, give us a call at what was that number again, boys? 734 418 7707. 734 418 7707. And uh, check us out online at www.taverncast.com. You, got, uh, you can donate to the show there. You can get mm-hmm. into the archives. Mm-hmm. And you can also check out our amazing forums. They are They're amazing. They're posts every single day. So you yeah, like it's almost too much traffic. I think we need to close it down the and open it up smoked. to membership only because it's like when you have too many people talking at once and just too many awesome threads, it's like I can't get any work done during the day because there's so many great and important things and the comedy that's there and the drama. I was reading one the other day and it was I was in tears. It was fantastic. And actually get up there too and just leave us some decent reviews on iTunes if that is your bent. And uh, spread the word. Let everybody know that TavernCast is out there. And yeah, yeah, yeah. What if they want to leave a bad review? Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and leave a bad review if that's what you want to do. But please, please bitch we to us. kill you. Please bitch to <laughs> us about how much the show isn't about World of Warcraft. Please, please tell us again. Actually, did you guys see there was... Um, I think it was another review on iTunes or something like that, but it was just yet another complaint that um, it was like, good show, but didn't have much to do about Warcraft. <laughs> really? <laughs> What are you missing? I don't even remember what it's about, truthfully. What, World what? of Warcraft? No, the, whatever. <laughs> it's a fantasy <laughs> world based off of J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings. I don't play it, and I know what it's about. And Eric Watson was showing the first stages of Onset Alzheimer's. <laughs> <laughs> when sitting in the Taverncast studio, it suddenly became clear to his co-host that his memory was selective and fading. <laughs> Stop using all the aluminum. Bryce Irwin had this to say. Well, it started when uh, he just he just drank a lot. He just he just drank a lot, and he went from beer to to you know like hard stuff like rum and scotch, and then he just he started going over to wine, and I think some of it was my fault. Bill Bill Tickner reacted shockingly to the news that Eric had onset Alzheimer's. Yeah, who's Eric? Um, is he on the show anymore? <laughs> Hello? Is this thing on? Who are you people? Suddenly it became clear that Taverncast as a whole had a problem with dwindling memory. Scientists at the British Scientific Science Center of Scientific Memory and Science. S-B-P-S. Researcher Sarah Scientist had this to say about the effect of Alzheimer's and Taverncast. It's contagious. Wow. Eric had this to say. A New Jersey correspondent at the British <laughs> Institute. <laughs> hey, if anybody's going to know about contamination, it's Jersey, all right? <laughs> <laughs> that, I think, brings us probably right round, yes, right round, baby, right round to what are we drinking? You're sitting there, I know what you're thinking. You're asking yourself, what are we drinking at tonight? Oh, what are we drinking? 
have uh, we have a very interesting beer this evening. It is Brew Dog Brewery from Scotland. Uh, the beer is called Storm. Now on the label it says it's a malt beverage aged in an Isley Scotch whiskey barrel. What the hell is a malt beverage? Are they talking about like Zima? If you, do you guys remember Zima? Yeah, I'm not sure why they say that. On their website, uh, they actually say that what this the beer core of this drink is an IPA. It's a India Pale Ale, which is one of the most bitter forms of beer. Is it a beer. malt whiskey? No, well, no. Well, I mean, it's a whiskey. It's it's actually a. I don't know if it's a single malt whiskey, but it's aged in the barrels of Scottish whiskey. And you'll you'll taste this. Uh, I can in the ah, Okay. It's aged in my bowels of Scottish whiskey. <laughs> oh, barrels, barrels. Hey. Sorry. You guys got to take a step back for me. What is an IPA? You said India Pale Ale or something like that. IPA okay. is an India Pale Ale. It's usually stronger and, and very hoppy. What is it? Does it mean that? What is? Does it mean it was like? Um, Made in India? No, it was shipped. Originally, it was the beer that was shipped to India for the soldiers there, and so it had to be stronger to withstand the the voyage. I see. So it's got a higher alcohol. I see. So this is like military grade beer. Honest, it was because of the voyage. (laughs) You really had to make it that much stronger. And the soldiers just hated it. Yo ho, yo ho! You're going to give us stronger beer? How could you? (laughs) British soldiers are fighting over in India. They need stronger ale, and so that's the birth of the IPA. So it's basically like military rations that then went commercial because people got a taste for it. Like grog. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very much like grog. So the beer base of this, and it is a beer, is an IPA. It's not a malt beverage, so I don't know where that comes from. This storm out of BrewDog is not currently made. It's not listed on their site. It looks like they've either phased it out or it was kind of a seasonal craft brew thing. I think it was illegal because it caused blindness and Alzheimer's. (laughs) (laughs) So let's drink it. Well, the thing right now is carrying a C rating up on BeerAdvocate.com. Mm, um, yummy. That'll be great then. From what, I, what, I, what, I, what I get off of the reviews off of that, though, is that people either like it if they love scotch or hate it if they don't like scotch. I love scotch. And this whole, like, cask aging mm-hmm. thing where beer is put in casks of other stuff, is it's an old thing. They used to do it a lot. They used to store beer in casks in the old days. Uh, and they stopped doing it for a long time when you know. That's because they didn't have kegs in the old days. <laughs> but they didn't have any like good yeah. bottle conditioning no. or anything there either. Was no right, there was no good technology. But now it's actually there's a movement going back to put beer back in in uh, in cask aging again, and they're doing it with oak, and they're doing it with scotch, and they're doing it putting it in sherry casks and wine casks and all kinds of stuff. This the the most popular one right now is to age it in whiskey barrels, and that's because the whiskey and beer tends to have a a reasonably good um, crossover flavor. Hmm. That's what this is. Hmm. It's kind of an interesting experiment. So now that's interesting because I, I sometimes I drink. Speaking of whiskey, sometimes I drink Macallan, and Macallan I know is is aged in sherry casks. So the when you when you actually age a beverage in in casks, I assume the idea is so that it will get infused lightly with the remnants of whatever was in those ca- casks previously is that the idea correct yeah the flavor the, f- the flavor is imparted into the beer that's being stored okay in the so cask or whatever so this sucker yeah. should taste like beer with like undertones or overtones or middle tones or tones of whiskey <laughs> yeah. yes and it should be pronounced and we'll see how it is. Well, you may so see. let's give let's give this a try by the way this is a um, this is not a beer you want to just dr- drop down you want to sip this sucker? Uh, it is going to be rigid and harsh. <laughs> That's what she said. So, cheers, everybody! Cheers! Yeah, I All right. Cheers! Scary time. Wow! Holy mackerel! It's um. It does have that kind of um, woody taste? Oof! <laughs> I'd, I'd say it's kind of 
peaty. Peaty. What is pe- What does that mean? It's almost chemically. It's like yeah. um. It tastes like cough medicine. Really? Like really bad, gross cough medicine to me. It's, yeah. it's mine is really thin. It tastes kind of watery almost. There's not yeah, a lot of car. It's, it's, there's no head to it. It's not very carbonated. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I maybe, maybe that's a hallmark of cask aging, though, is that there's not much carbonation. Well, plus this is an old bottle. Okay, so it tastes flat. It's a, it's flat tasting. Course, it's kind of, it's a thin, watery substance, right? And it's got a very, very woody aftertaste. Well, and the thing is, is that you're supposed to pick up notes of the whiskey in it, mm-hmm. and I think I can, but it's not very. Well, can't, it's not very strong. Think I can. Oh, I can oh, think taste I it. Can. I yeah. Think I can. Yeah, I can taste it. All right, so go around real quick. Everybody just give us a review. One out of four. Um, four being four stars, one being one star. Eric, go ahead. Wait, so four stars is best? Four stars is best. All right, I'm just being sure. I'd go, I think, uh, maybe a two and a half. Okay, I'm going to go like a one. I wouldn't drink much more of this, period. No, I would say I would say about one as well. I'm not a fan. Bill? Yeah, I'd say one. There's not much for me to enjoy. When I take a sip of this, I'm not enjoying very, like, really uh-huh. anything in the experience. I would say that the C rating on Beer Advocate is probably deserved, or a little generous, or a little high. Yeah, So the final result: Brewdog Storm. So I would pronounce beverage. this suck dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's not going to be a sponsor of the show? Oh, look, it's Mike. Mike's finally here. Hey! hey welcome, everybody. Mike. Welcome hey. to the bar. How's it going? Can I get a drink? <laughs> Actually, I'm not going to... You'll have to uh, rewind this program on your own time and see what kind of uh, see what kind of thing we're drinking, but try it out and tell us what you think. This is an excellent beer, Mike. My this guess is what? The best beer, the best beer, best beer we've had. ever had. We all rated this four amazing. stars. Wow, that tastes like... Um, that's really interesting. That tastes like you took some really good beer and mixed some... Um, McCallum. <laughs> Got it. Wow. <laughs> With, without even reading the label, good, Mike, Mike tells you that, what's in the beer. That's really good. That's pretty good, yeah. That so, tastes rated. very smoky. One to four, think? four being the best, one being the worst. I like that a lot. I I wouldn't be able to drink large quantities of it, but that tastes very tasty. It's very smoky. Not as smoky as like some of the smoked beers that we've tasted or whatever, but... It's it's pretty smoky. It's smoky tasty. It tastes that. like scotch, which is one of my favorite things. Now that Bryce got me hooked on that thing. Raindrops and, uh, on roses and whiskey <laughs> and beer. Uh-huh. Exactly. I wonder if they made yeah. beer soaked in uh, um, mixed with bourbon or something. Uh, actually, they do. And uh, yeah, beer we'll, soaked with we'll bourbon and. <laughs> so this just goes to me. show everyone that no one agrees on everything. <laughs> I give this. I give this a. I give this I a. My, I give this by. I reserve my four, so I'm going to give this a very high three. How about? Wow. Three and a half? Oh. Yeah, I'll give it a three and a half. It wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise you if uh, probably if we told you that we all gave it about a one. No, no. Really? I gave it a two and a half. You gave it a two and a half. That's right. He did. Yeah. I like it. You don't like it? I thought it was one of the worst of this variety. Of the who makes of cask aged beer. Although I, like I, although I like scotch and I like bourbon, so and I love scotch. I love scotch too, but there's just something about. I, it could be. I don't know what it is. It's bad scotch. There's something about the beer component. I don't know, but I, I'm not a big fan. Well, Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Cheers for you. Yes, yes, y'all. You know you're out there cruising with the windows down. Your ugly car, Ford Escorts, the Chevy Luminaz. This is for y'all driving the cars. Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed.
about my first car the other day. A friend of mine is uh, just starting to drive at a rather uh, later age than most of us, and so it's kind of reminded me back almost 20 years ago when I first started driving. So I was kind of wondering like, what you, if you guys have any good stories about your first car or vehicle. Uh, my, my, mine was just a... a driving a, it? You driving it, your or, first or what accident. What was it? What it was? What kind of stupid things did you do in it? That kind of thing. Mine was actually pretty boring. Because stupid things or well, let's say dot, so. Dot, dot. You were driving. Well, you can talk about that if you like. <laughs> this is an adult show, I think. Um, but uh, mine, mine was pretty boring. It was an '87 Pathfinder, Nissan Pathfinder. But a friend of mine had a a deep brown, ginormous Cadillac. Oh, those that he cool. called the flying turd. <laughs> and that thing was a f***ing boat. You had to like spin the wheel like a captain to turn it, and the whole thing would lean. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, what year was it? We're sailing it was, the 75. I have no idea, like a 77 or something. Oh, it was wow. Old. So it was a big one, yeah, too. Yeah, it was a boat. It was a boat. Those and things were boats. A flying turd. That's awesome. You could, you could hit a boat with it. You'd be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had an Oldsmobile Delta 88, uh, which was yeah. It it was a big, big old boat too. From when Oldsmobile was still a car company, and it was like you're talking about. You would round a corner in that thing, and the the shocks would like bottom out on one side, and the whole thing would tilt up. And and this wasn't like one of those things where it's like the um, wasn't a hoopty mobile. No, no, no. It was was (laughs) low ride. (laughs) (laughs) The equivalent of the king size bed. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean it was a flying couch like the. The, the bench seats in it were like a giant couch, mm-hmm. and it had, like, carpeting on the back window. <laughs> Anything like, that has carpeting, you know, uh, is good. And the thing was is that, like, you know, it was such a hoopty mobile back in the day, so I had Christmas lights on the inside of it. Oh, I strung Christmas lights around the inside of it. I called the thing the Blue Wonder. Yeah. I had little lightning bolts from the truck stop See, on the, the thing is, th- Doesn't everybody have a name for their first car? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Did you have know. names for your call later cars? Blue Wonder, that's what I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really want to know that? No, <laughs> no I don't Really, being, being So glad you're here, Mike. So glad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're asking what I called my car. Well, well, I'm just curious. Did you have a name for it? I had I had a number of cars because like the first one I guess I actually owned was a, a celebrity sedan. It was not giant. Was it? Wait, was, it John, was, was it John Voight's? It John Travolta, was maybe. John Lindsay Lohan? <laughs> no, uh, I don't think. I don't think Lindsay Lohan was around back then. It was John, it was John Candy, wasn't it? <laughs> Celebrity sedan? <laughs> Uncle Buck, one of the greatest movies ever. Thank Uncle you. Buck sedan special. I could have called it that. That would have been fun. No, it was great. It was like this raspberry thing, and it, it almost got me laid. He drove a raspberry <laughs> sedan. <Yeah. laughs> the kind. Awesome. See, mine, we called mine, mine was a Pathfinder. We called it the Shining Pathfinder for very obscure reasons. <laughs> it was not a very good path? Exactly. Okay. Yeah, I guess we, in a class we had that as a trivia question. And <laughs> okay. It's not a very good story. The Flying Turd is a much better name for a car. 
Bill, what do you got? First car, name of car. You know, it's anything? mine's odd. I didn't actually have a car till much later, till I was Billy in Billy rode his bicycle. So my first, Billy my rode first, his bicycle. My first vehicle that I ever bought wasn't a car. It was a motor scooter. Because I went when I was at UCLA, really? I had a Honda. Me. I had a Honda like Elite a scooter. It was uh, it was my chopper. But that's the best way to get around LA. This anyway. thing would be like I, I would be like pulling up at stoplight. It would go. Nee! <laughs> that's, like, that's exactly what that thing that sounded like. Just neat. And like some guy in like a Harley would pull up next to me and he'd be like, glug, 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 glug. You know, and I look over him, I'd give him like the nod, like, hey. He would look meep, at me. Meep. He'd give me his finger. Meep, and, yeah, meep, meep, meep. And then we just, <laughs> And then when I met my wife, or she was my girlfriend at the time, that's exactly what I had was a Honda. So I would take her out on dates. And she would, you let her ride in the red lighter uh, wagon you hooked she, up to the back of it. I, you let her ride. I drive over to her apartment. I drive over to her apartment. I pick her up, and she, she, I think she was like, "You're, we're going out on that thing." I'm like, "Yeah, it's gonna be awesome." And then you know, so we went out, and I think like on the third date, she's like, "You, you might want to get a car." And so that, that's it. <laughs> Should I drive my car? That's how I got rid of my Honda. Honda. Elite you know scooter. what's funny is that you can never like if 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 so if I was a tavern cast listener outside of this show just sort of listening in and it came to like everybody listened to what they would say, you know we we should do this we should go around and think what everybody's ideal car was based on their voice. But Bill, this surprises me because like as a listener I would expect like you know Eric's like. Yeah, it's Nissan Pathfinder. It's called the Shining Path. It's a really obscure name. I found it in some book somewhere. It's just really crazy. <laughs> and Bryce comes up, yeah, it's Blue Wonder. It's Christmas lights, and it was noisy, and I had, like, crazy carpeting on it, and it was stupid looking. And then it gets the mic, and he's like, yeah, it's a sedan. It's like a celebrity thing. I don't know. It was, I almost got laid, but strike out. And you get to Bill, and you expect Bill literally to go... Yeah, I had the uh, 1986 Corvette. <laughs> I knew you were going to say Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> red, red Corvette. I, my parents Playboy brought it new. Playboy mud flap. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 It's convertible. convertible. Now i got a picture of Bill on a spree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it was awesome. Maybe the car. I put my leg out like on the front side, so I'd be like, like kicking back with my arms up all high. I guess I sick of us and make him go. Dude, I was styling. It was awesome. It was my hog. All right, what, what, about, what about you, Jan? Um, my first car was a 1983 Cutlass Supreme diesel. Wow. And uh, we <laughs> called diesel? it a diesel. diesel. It was a diesel. Ugh. And we called it the diesel. That was just the name. Of, <laughs> and everybody was like, can we get a ride in the diesel? And so, like, I was always giving Could everybody it have a ride home. No, it was so she had like the most manly vehicle of any of us. <laughs> giant was, engine. Like, it, and so this is in Michigan, right? So every, in the wintertime, I had to put... Uh, oh, antigel in yep. in the fuel every time I filled it up and I had to go out every night and I had to plug bugs. my car yeah. in <laughs> and so we had this huge I had this really big front yard and I would have to plug in one of those bright orange extension cords and walk it out to my car every night wow. <laughs> and plug my car in but it's the like thing is it started every single day my neighbors would be like cursing in their driveways because their cars weren't starting and I'm like ah oh, my car's going <laughs> yeah, you guys ever remember construction vehicles <laughs> Do <laughs> you guys, you guys ever remember the um, blankets? In, in cold temperatures, you have these like uh, engine block blankets. Oh, the, you yeah, open up the hood blankets. and you put them on the on the car and you mm-hmm. plug the blanket in, and it keeps the engine from freezing up and the oil lines and the gas lines from freezing up. Yeah. And they sit in the garage overnight with a heating blanket on them. What? Yeah, those were the, the old cars did that. 
Yeah, all kinds yeah, yeah. of that. Seriously, I my my that parents the, had them on their cars. Guys, you're yeah. not convincing Bill to move back to my. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, I went out into my garage. You know, it got down to about 50 here. degrees last oh. night. And I'm like, oh, so I put a you know a blanket <laughs> over the engine just to make sure it would be good. And, <laughs> yeah, you don't got to do that anymore. I mean, engine technology's gotten so much yeah, better. Yeah. So actually, yeah, it's been really warm here, so you're fine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right, so so how about your first accident? So I'm sure everyone's been at least one. Right? I got I got a story. All right, I hit a story. cop. Wow. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you and Jaja That's awesome. I'm looking so, for so this. let me guess. Did you get a ticket? Um, no, luckily, okay. So so it's always fun to say I hit a cop, but he was off duty, so he didn't write me a ticket. No. But oh, he okay. didn't like not let me get away with report out reporting it or anything, and I had to deal with all the crap that goes along with that. Yeah. And then. To top it all off, I got pulled over by the same guy on duty because he happened to be patrolling like down in my area of town. Well, so I was, like, well, to work well. At the store. Look at <laughs> and he pulls me over and he's like, "That's what exactly what he's saying." He's like, "So." Yeah, you got it. Whenever you do, a rush. whenever you do the Michigan thing, though, Bill, you got to do that your fabled Michigan accent, which honestly doesn't exist here, yeah. but it's kind of amusing. Yeah, like, look at like, who we uh, got Wisconsin over here. It's another hatchet. Are you a bit nervous? Hurry there, uh, the Mike bear. Bonin, because uh, you know I think you better slow down there, Turbo. Otherwise, you might hit somebody like me. Turbo. But next time, it's not going to be me. It's going to be Turbo some old lady. It may be my old lady, maybe my mother. And if you hit my mother, did you hit my mother? Because somebody the other day went out and hit my mother, and that got me awfully mad. All right, get out of the car. I got to put this nightstick where the sun don't shine. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, this is Mike. Oddly enough, the first time I ever hit somebody in my car, I also got anally violated by a nightstick. Coincidence. So, you too. From so Trooper Dan. From Trooper right. Dan. So here's, here's the funny part. He didn't actually give me a ticket when he pulled me over. Oh, I think really? he felt sorry for it. He was like, he actually kind of gave me a lecture. He like, actually... You know, hey, I don't want to have to be pulling you off a tree and telling your parents about this or whatever. But he didn't actually he give me a ticket. He saw potential problems. Yeah, he <laughs> saw potential. I already ran into him the other day down, <laughs> down South Jackson Road. And crunch. <laughs> well, I, when he walked up and I saw him in the ruby, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> that's like, gotta be the worst. Out of this I was one. gonna say that's the first of like twenty years of like. Oh, I was already getting the tears all welled up. Like, oh, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Never mind. Right. He's like unbuttoning his shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Mine weren't that exciting in the beginning. I did have two, but what was funny, I think, is that the first week that I had my brand new first car. I got into two accidents the very wow. first week. Nice. So I, I, I backed up out of somebody's driveway and rolled right out into the street and just didn't know how to correct for that turn or like get out of the driveway right, and I backed right up into a tree and bent the bumper all up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, then, and then about two wait, days... Wait, wait, so you hit a tree. I hit a tree. Yeah. Those trees are... I hit an immobile <laughs> object. Did you, you got to watch did, from there. Did you hear those prices Right horns? And you're like, <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Yeah. <laughs> I think after that, I, oh, I got those little feelers that hang off the back bumpers. <laughs> you know, it's the old people thing that senses the curb. And then uh, like about two days later, I was in a uh, parking structure, and I just scraped the whole side of the car up on one of those concrete oh. pilings that you know that are that you pull into when you get the spot too close to the piling. Because yeah. I was a horrible driver, oh. but nice. I think now is actually the perfect time to tell a story that all of you know, but has never been told on Tavern Castle. Oh, I'll give you the little short story because it has to do with uh, cars and getting pulled over. And Mike just inspired me to tell this story that has never been told. So. Um, and you guys know the story and we'll get it instantly. So I was in Ann Arbor, my hometown. I cruised through a red light 
Um, didn't you even mean know. Yellow that turned red. No, 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 no. I went through a blatant red light that had probably been red for a minute. <laughs> you know, well, I was not paying attention. I probably rolled through it at like twenty miles an hour. You know, just rolled through the red light. And I get through the red light. I pulled. I, I did it right in front of a cop who was sitting right there at the light. He probably couldn't even believe his eyes. Hello, do yeah. you see me here? Yeah. He. F- <laughs> so he flies out of there and he pulls me over, and I get pulled over on the side of the road. And I don't even know what's wrong. I don't know why he's pulled me over. So I'm sitting there in the car, and he comes up, and he's mad. He's like, he's pissed. I mean, like I could have killed like three people and a couple of babies and an old lady <laughs> crossing the street, and you know, rightfully so. And he comes up and he goes, "What the hell were you thinking?" And I go, uh, I'm sorry, sir, what, what, I don't understand, why did you pull me over? He goes, why did I pull you, let me see your license and registration right now, son. So I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, I'm so scared. So I'm fumbling around, I'm pulling out my wallet, and I'm, and, and while I'm doing this, I'm, I'm, I'm apologizing to him. I'm like, oh, I'm really sorry, sir, it's like, I, I ran the light, but I, I didn't even notice that I was running it, and, and I'm so sorry I could have killed somebody. Yeah, you're damn right you could have killed somebody, let me see your license and registration right now. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm really sorry, sir, so in my moment of panic, I yank out what I think is my driver's license, and I hand it to him, and he gets it in his hands, and he looks at it, and he looks back up at me, and he looks back at what I've handed him, and he hands me back what I think was my license, and I look at it, and it's not my license, it's a fan Star Trek ID. Oh, no. <laughs> with me... With, <laughs> with, I have to point out, this never happens to Star Wars fans. <laughs> <laughs> so with, with me in a next-generation Star Trek uniform oh. with, a, with a Riker beard, oh. and, and it says United Federation of Planets on it, Commander Bryce Irwin. Oh. <laughs> and he hands me back the thing, and as soon as I see it, and I realize what it is. I go, oh, no, 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 no. Here's the, and I start scrambling for the license. And he just holds out his hand and, and, and waves it and shakes his head and just goes, just, just go on. Just drive on. Wow. And thus is the story of how I got out of a ticket by handing a cop the wrong Star license. Trek you know, life sucks sir. enough already. He probably thought I was absolutely nuts or out of it. He was just like, just don't do it again. Just drive on, Commander. Actually, he didn't drive want on. to deal with that is what it was. Yeah. He's like, oh, God, another one of these. Yeah. <laughs> my, so my first accident was not nearly so... Well, it wasn't too bad. I managed to total a car on my first accident. Jeez. Nice. Not my car. Hey, I was go going, bigger, go home. I was going... Um, oh, you had your big 88 Delta. I saw an 87 the, Pathfinder. So it's an SUV. mattress on the roof. Oh, yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> you got to carry that with you. Bounce. Um, Bounce. <laughs> So so, I was I was in stop and go traffic at a uh, one of the blinking red light, and I hit a Yugo. Oh my god! Oh. You have to. Nip I was going to ten miles an hour, <laughs> and it I exploded. Total, no, no, I did enough damage to total it, which really isn't that hard with a Yugo. Wow. The guy still drove you, oh, it around. So you, you no way! The other going car. ten miles an hour. No, to- totally, totally. Get this. Even a Yugo. Get this. No All I did to my car was I bent the license plate. <laughs> no way! <laughs> well, the thing is, it's an SUV, so it's up high. So it missed his bumper totally. It went right into the back of the hatchback and just smashed it. <laughs> just shattered the window and everything? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. But the best part then is he slid, his car <laughs> slid into a brand new Lincoln Town car. Oh. Didn't do a sentence. Yeah. He doesn't remember because he was drunk <laughs> at 18. No, 16. Actually, I think it was high. 15 and a half or whatever it is when you start. <laughs> you can see Eric. Eric's at home. He's at his parents' cabin. He's boozing. He's like, all right, Mom! Oh, damn, I'm, taking the, I'm taking the Shining Path out! Yeah, I've been drinking whiskey! I'm going to go to Jason's house and play Warhammer! 
<laughs> My big one was um, the very first time I ever got into a car accident. I had been driving. Um, I was driving. My mom didn't trust my car, and I was driving to a concert, which I was not supposed to. I had promised her that I would not be the one driving. All my friends, we all were together in my car, and we were going to my friend's boyfriend's house because his mom had a van, and we were supposed to take the van to the concert. Wait, wait, I need a diagram now. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Can you get a Gantt chart? Long story short, we couldn't take the van. The only way for us to get to the concert is for us to take my car, which I had been expressly forbidden to do, but did anyway. Had to get to the concert. We had to get to the concert. The most important thing ever. We're going to see the Cure, and this was this was a (laughs) month before my senior year in high school had started. Okay, so like this is like August, and and I wasn't familiar with the roads, and there is an entrance ramp, which I did not see any kind of speed limit sign on, so I kept going the same speed I had been going on Telegraph. I was on this ramp. And my rear passenger side tire blows out, like off the rim completely. And I went spinning and spinning and spinning, bottomed out the car, ended up in a ditch. I've got like six of my friends in the car. Nobody's got seatbelts on. Everybody's, I just remember my friend. Nobody had seatbelts when you spun out? Yeah, they were all, like one of my friends was laying down in the back seat on the floor. (laughs) And all I hear her going, what's happening? And it was like all like slow motion. We get out of the car, and I'm sitting there like, oh, my God, and my car's laying on the axle on the side of the road. Luckily, thank God, no one had been around us at the time. I didn't hit any other cars. I just totally screwed mine up. I was grounded. I was going to say, what was the I was grounded here? for at least a month and then had to, like, work to pay for everything for all oh, the repairs in my own car. No. Now they're like, get out, get out. I figured they're like... Like getting married is all part of the deal. <laughs> I haven't been in any bad ones, but <clears throat> well, he would be dead. He's not dead. Yeah. Or Given anything. that he's alive, the uh, the and any crazy first accident the, with your moped. Yeah, well, the first accident <laughs> like I had was when I was on. Yeah, when I got my motorcycle, um, I was at that. I rolled over an ambulance. Wait, 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 wait. Huh? Is this a new bike you're talking about now? No, no, no. My first, the, my first car, my motorcycle that I got, my hog, my big. Your moped. M- yeah. Your real motorcycle. No, no, my Honda Elite scooter. <laughs> your chopper. I had just gotten it. I bought it brand new, and I was super excited about it. And I was over at my folks' house, and I had gotten it. Um, we had taken it like in the back. It was so huge. We could put it in the back of a um, Chevy Astro van. <laughs> we took the bench seats out <laughs> and it fit in there. So we drove it back to my folks. You're like, you're like, um, you're like mask. You remember the animated cartoon mask? You're like, my, my, my mask. You had like your super scooter and you could drive, you could like. Remember the weird movie was share where there was that guy let me give you let me give you a different reference okay. you're like night rider uh, you're like you're like the night semi and you roll out on your scooter out of the astro van you're like a really lame night rider so i get up i get on my scooter because it's the engine's not big enough to go on the freeway i definitely don't want to take that sucker on the freeway so i get it out of the back of the van you know i'm super excited it's all pristine like oh you know there's like steam coming off you know if i get it up to 25 it goes back in time so i get on the thing i start it up and i go up this hill big up 
now I'm now I've I've left my home behind. My wait, wait, parents are behind. I'm totally by myself. I'm like this is awesome. I totally have what I totally have freedom. Right? I could go anywhere in this thing as long as it's not on the freeway. So now I go at the top of the hill and I come up to a four way intersection with no light. Big intersection, right? And um. There, you know, there's there's somebody coming the opposite way. They stop. There's somebody on the right hand side. They stop. There's somebody on the left hand side. They stop. But I have the right away because I got there first. So I, I have my I have my blinker on. Tick 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 tick. Right. So I so I, I'm like okay, I'm gonna go and I want to look cool because there's all these people and it's a small community. And everybody, oh look, oh look, there's there's Billy and you know me and I, I get on I, I lay on this thing and I now riding a motorcycle is diff or even a motor scooter is different than riding a bicycle. See. Because it, there's something called counter steering. Have you ever have you ever yeah, been on a no, motorcycle? Know. You know about counter steering. But when you first get on a motorcycle, you don't know about counter steering. So I try to steer the motorcycle like my bicycle, and I and I yeah. and I try to steer it. So if I want to go left, I try to push it the wheel left. Well, that obviously doesn't work, and particularly as I'm gathering up speed and I'm making this huge turn. The turn goes way too far. I end up in the other. I'm going, oh no, oh no, oh no. There's a curb, right? And I and I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm just ah, and I clip the curb. So now I'm hitting that like the right side of the wheels are like hitting the curb. It's going. <laughs> and the thing, I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no, no. And I hit the brake, and I just and I land on the side. And now everybody's seen me. All these people have seen me. And now totally <laughs> bit it. Like in front of everybody. My brand new scooter is like all like totally thrashed like on the side. This mom comes out. She's like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. Leave me alone. I'm just going to you know, and I drive it home. It's, and it's just, in there and it's like going, just leave me alone, lady. I hate, I hate myself. I'll never amount to anything. I told him he should have bought a Corvette, and so I got on the thing and I drove home, and um, it was very humiliating and sad. And that was the worst accident. You know, though, you're, you're not alone. I've done that. Yeah. I've done that with a moped in uh, Key West, Florida. I was in Key West and I rented a moped. It's one of the reasons why I've never ridden a motorcycle and refused to, because I'm scared to death of it. I did the exact same thing. I got on a moped. They gave me a little helmet. I rented it for like ten dollars for an afternoon. I'm like, sweet, I can ride around this little island in Florida with my moped. And so I'm on the moped, and I get about a half a block down, and suddenly the road of the island curves. And Bryce doesn't curve with the island. I'm like going 30 miles an hour, and I can't figure out how to make that thing curve. I'm like, ah, ah, ah! And I hit the curb at probably 10 miles an hour. By that point, I had stopped braking and like totally biffed it and rolled off the moped. And there was like some old dude in Key West. He was like, is he all right? Are you all right, young man? Have you fallen from the moped? So... Yeah, humiliating. You and your moped. Yeah. And then you the rest start of with the pedals on that first, dude. You just got to pedal around until you get used to it, then you start it. So yeah. now the secret is this is why I don't ride motorcycles, because I couldn't even handle a moped at 30 miles an hour. I'm sitting here making <laughs> fun of everybody. I should not be making fun of anybody, because I'm going to drive home and probably wreck my bike. No. <laughs> no. Like, no. Go, oh, don't say you that. better not. Oh, I know. Well, yeah. no, the, that's why I shouldn't be saying The only other time, the only other time I bit it on a motorcycle was when I actually did have a motorcycle. I had a big Honda... It was like a, it was like a chopper knock. I had like a sixteen hundred cc engine, and I was oh, these buddies of mine go, oh, let's go to Las Vegas. And so I live in Los Angeles, and Los Angeles to Las Vegas is you know road trip, and we go all the way there. And 
worst ride ever. It's like a hair dryer in your face the entire time. It's just, you know, heat just blowing right there. And for five hours, I'm driving to Las Vegas. We get there. We're just so hot and tired and beat. And we go and, you know, have a nice steak dinner, and then we do whatever you do in Vegas, and you get all, like, hung over. And the next morning... Whatever you do in Vegas. You know, you go see the hangover. So then edit, the next edit, morning, edit. you wake up, you have a horrible hangover. The last thing you want to do is get on a motorcycle, but you got to do it. So you get on your motorcycle, and you just go the whole way back, hair dryer in your face. I remember on the way back, we I had to stop and gas up. So I stopped at the gas station. And, you know, I pull up to the gas station, I, I, you know, kill the engine, and, um, you know, I go to lean it down on the kickstand, and as I'm leaning it down on the kickstand, I go, oh my god, I didn't put the kickstand down, because it just kind of went far, (laughs) and it was such a big, heavy bike, you couldn't, there was no way I could lift it with one leg, and so it just went real slow, like, oh no, no, oh no, oh no, no, (laughs) I just laid the whole thing down, and my buddies saw me, and they ran over, and they're like, oh, and I'm just laying on the ground, they're like, are you okay? I'm like, I have never been more humiliated in my life, other than that time I bit it on my scooter, that may have been a little bit more, so. And you flipped the the um the gas filler upper thing off and it landed on the ground and there was gasoline and it everywhere ignited, and it ignited like, and the gas station exploded. And I it out I'm on fire! Get the fire extinguisher now! Get it now! Get it! I'm burning! <laughs> well, I'm eastbound and down, don't need a bad trucking. We're gonna do what this ain't can be done. We got a long way to go, and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound, just watch old bandit run. Now keep your football on the pedal, some never mind them breaks. Let it all hang out, cause we got a run to make. Well, the boys are still at the and they're here in Texas, Canada. We'll bring it back no matter what it takes. Well, I'm eastbound and down, don't need a bad trucking. We're gonna do a big thing in the We've got a long way to go, and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound, just watch your bandit run. Watch your bandit run, watch out. It's time once again, once again for the first time, <laughs> to do the brand new incredible Tavern Cast drinking games. And here we go with drinking game number one with Bill remotely and four other people in the studio. We'll see how this goes. So the drinking game is very simple. I'm going to start by giving you the first word in a sentence, and we're going to go around the table. Um, to my right, which means, Bill, you're third in line. So when Eric you're goes, you're next. Okay. You're after Eric, okay? So I'm going to give it, you the it. first line of a sentence, and the game is this. Whoever the person the person is who can't complete the sentence or can't find something else to say in the sentence has to drink and then starts the sentence again. So we'll do five rounds of this. Everybody clear on the rules? Okay. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Okay. This. I'm going to start the story. I'm going I'm I'm to make it, I'm gonna make it um, easy to start off with. And you have then. to do you have to do this immediately. If you have any delay longer than say two seconds, you have to drink. Okay. Mm-hmm. The dog went over to the place and ate drink 
Drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's round one. Ding, ding, ding. ding All right, Jen, ding, start off. I didn't realize it was. <laughs> um, okay. Bob. The builder is a toy that is not cool. <laughs> Jen! Wow. <laughs> round two. Method Three rounds to, to go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is called hey, this Let's is Get three. Jen Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> and why am I 3,000 miles away? <laughs> Remember, this is a game you can play at home with your friends and family. You and can Jen, try this at the bar. Round too. three. Yeah. Hey, Mom, I was listening to Tavercast and I had this really great show. Let's play it. I'm um, okay, Timmy. <laughs> Drink milk. We're all drinking milk here. <laughs> exactly. The rough rider is a big and a big and tall. At this time in our program, we're going to take a moment to hear from our announcer who will tell you about the fabulous ways you can play the Tavern Cast Drinking Game Home Game. That's right, Bryce. The Tavern Cast, the fabulous drinking at home home game, is a game that you too can play with your friends and family. For only the low, low price of $199.99, you can purchase Tavern Cast, the all new home game, where we will send you absolutely nothing but instructions to tell you how to play the game, which are unique and interesting and fun for all ages, as long as you're over 21 and under 25 and are hot. Then be sure to send in a photograph at $199.99. Back to you, Bryce. Visa MasterCard accepted. Void were prohibited. Not available in Alaska and Hawaii. <clears throat> Round four. Once I went to the restaurant and ate lots of steak and spinach and <laughs> Drink, Mike. And Mike starts the final and last round, round five of the Tavern Cast sentence making drinking game. Alright. Scuba. Diving is for sissies. Really? Yes. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scuba diving is wow. for sissies. Yes, I don't think so. <laughs> And there you have it, another very rapid wow. and fast Excellent. installment of Tavern Caster. Stay tuned next week when we show you the solo version of the game. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Get Drunk. <laughs> Mike, how would that go? <laughs> I'm going to sit here and talk to myself, and every time I stop, I drink. <laughs> I call it Tuesday night. <laughs> I think this is... Fun and I. No! Oh, damn it! <laughs> it's like drinking games for retards. Try to hey, honey, want to play a drinking game? No, let's just have sex. Okay, great game, Scared of things with fangs or skulls and spider webs. I'm not scared of creepy owls pecking at my head. 
I'm not scared of closet monsters or blood-curdling screams. Nor of guys with skin conditions haunting all my dreams. Unless it was a guy with a beard! Oh, please don't be a guy with a beard! I'm really scared of facial hair! Oh no no not a guy with a beard! Beards and mustaches. Beards... And mustaches. This is the content heavy Taverncast. <laughs> we had today's Taverncast. We're going through something very controversial. We hope you'll stick with us to the hair. end. See our point of view that may rile a few feathers, if you know what I mean. I hope no one calls jihad on us. Bryce, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> so your faithful host, host Bryce, is is attempting to grow a beard, and and and, and I have never ever been successful. So I just started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've never, I've never been successful because I get to the point where I have like maybe uh, a quarter of an inch, and it's like so scratchy and uncomfortable, and makes me look like Hurley from Lost. And I'm just like, <laughs> you got some shit on your face yeah. there, son. <laughs> yeah, it makes me look like Joaquin Phoenix from that new documentary he's in, or when he's on the Letterman show. I just, I'm like, dude, you look like the Unabomber. Bomber. Shave that thing off. You know, I got to thinking. First of all, I, I want to know. And Jen, obviously, you're gimped in this unless there's something I, I'm not aware of. But <laughs> <laughs> have you guys ever grown beards or mustaches? And, like, full beards and a full, like, big Tom Selleck mustache. That, that's my question number one. Have you guys ever attempted to grow it? Have you ever had one? And what did you and, – and did, did you like it? Why did you grow it? Well, you've seen – I mean, I have sort of. You've seen it. Actually, Eric, Eric, Eric has sported a beard that I think uh, few men like look okay with a beard. Eric did not look like the yeah. Unabomber with a beard. <laughs> Wait did a not look okay. <laughs> Wait either. a minute, I want to take I want to take the counterpoint on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I actually this beard. agree with Mike. Yeah, I I could not grow a decent beard. I wanted to grow my growing up. Uh, my dad had a beard until I was in college, and so I was kind of thinking it would look like that. No, and the problem is, is it, once it gets your to a certain an length, academic, right? No, well, I thought your dad was he's a doctor. He's a doctor. Like a medical doctor? Yeah. Okay. He's so, a doctor. Not a PhD doctor. He's a doctor of science. <laughs> so he could like do one of those where he's thinking and then just kind of like tug on his beard a little bit in contemplation, and that was like a really cool move. Now I would get it to a certain length, and then it—I don't know—it just would bug the hell out of me, and it was all tufty. It would stick in different directions. It just didn't work very well. No, it's like in and you, then I, I hated it when the mustache would get long enough that it would get into your mouth. And, and, and that got really yeah, 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 it's all yeah. over your mustache. Whoa. The food There's gets everywhere. There's this thing called scissors. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. I trim that, Clippers, and then I'd start maybe? trimming everything else, and, and then, then it would get patchy, and then I just shave it off. Oh, sorry. You might as well shave when you're going to spend all the time doing that. Exactly. Yeah, and it was like you know, this is just far too much maintenance. So stubbly is about as far as I'm going to go. I think. Did you ever just have a mustache? No. Never just had a mustache. Bill, that doesn't really do it for me. Okay, well, hold, hold, hold on with the mustache topic. Bill, did you ever have a beard or mustache? Either one? This is a, this is a very sore point for me, actually, because <laughs> I cannot grow hair. Like, I I've got hair pain. in my head, but I've got, I cannot, it's patchy. Like, it doesn't fill in. Like, I don't have hair, like, on my, I'm not a hairy guy. Like, I don't have a whole lot of hair in my chest. I don't have hair on my back. I don't have hair, like, I mean, I just don't have a lot Wait, of hair. Hold on, so but brother, I don't understand this. You're Greek. Yeah. It, 
Exactly. So I'm half Greek, half British, right? So my brother must have gotten all the Greek side, and I must have gotten all the British, British side. No offense to the very British people, I guess. But the it's it's just it's patchy. It gets all like Fu Manchu, like wispy, you know. And it just it's humiliating. And so I keep trying. I go, well, you know, it started when I was, you know, obviously hitting puberty, right? You start to grow facial hair, and it's all exciting. And some dudes, like in high school, were like, I mean, they had the full on, like, you know, huge lumberjack beard. <laughs> You love those guys that are like the 16-year-old kids that are like, they walk up and they look like they're like 25, and then they open their mouth like, like, hey, dude, hey, can I have some of those comics back there behind the shelf and uh, two Twizzlers? There was a guy, there was a guy in high school who sported like the super Tom Selleck mustache, and it was just, you know, it was that time, and it was cool, and, you know, Magnum P.I., and there was nothing doing. I couldn't do anything. So every year, I keep thinking, oh, maybe a little bit more has grown, you know, I can get, and, you know, of course, now, like, Wait, it grows out, and it's starting year? to get, like, gray. Like, I start to see gray in my beard, like, in the, and I'm going, yeah, that's all right, that's it. I give up. I'm going <laughs> to, I can't grow a beard, and it's growing gray, so I'll have, like, a full gray beard right, at some right, point. So wait, was so, it your womanly side overriding your Greek side? Is that, is yeah, that I was. Kind of... I was very in touch with my feminine side. <laughs> He's got a lot of uh, the JJ juice inside him that overwhelms. <laughs> All right, Mike, go with. It. Uh, well, I've never had a problem growing any hair, and I, I, I'm fairly. Really, I guess. <laughs> As he pulls down his shirt, thank you for that. Check it out. So, but but my biggest thing has always been just laziness. So I like just. I, I don't like to shave, so I I'll just either. let my beard kind of go until it's just, like, gross, and then I'll be like, all right, I gotta shave it off, it's annoying. Why didn't you ever grow a full one? What There's too much it? trouble. Again, it's like, it's too much effort. It's a like, pain, Once right? it gets big, it's like, oh, now it's a pain to shave off, and I gotta take care of it, and, Shaving you know. Sucks. Okay, and it totally changes your features, right? Like, it makes your face look bigger. You start yeah. looking like Grizzly Adams, like... Like you're out in the wild. Well, I never I looked. I don't think I ever looked very no. good with a beard. No, I don't. You know. Okay, all right. So, so hold I, off on the beard just for a second. Well, I want, wait, I, there is one thing to say though. For in, in defense of a beard, is that in the winter it makes more of a difference than you would ever imagine. Oh no, I know. Yeah, I know. Okay, so hold, pause on beard for a sec. Go to mustache. I, here's what I want to know. Does anyone actually have a cool mustache outside of Tom Selleck? <laughs> because m- mustaches to me scream like. Um, you know, like the kind of dude that like goes I mean, into a random no, no no goes into a random house and like some dude walks up and says hi I'm Chris Hansen have a seat over there that's what mustache screams to me Who's Chris, Chris Hansen no, Dateline M- NBC to yeah. catch a predator oh all right, all right. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm Chris Hansen why don't Does you have, have a seat a over there no. no it's the people who are coming in all have <laughs> swarthy mustache. weird mustache mustaches. and beard always reminds me of, like firefighters and FBI yeah, I was gonna say police and firefighters actually police more FBI players. Players. always have a shape. fucking mustache but, the, but there's beards what about just mustaches Okay, and I guess I want the female, the female perspective here. Outside yeah, of Tom Selleck, Tom Selleck. <laughs> well, you Tom, see, outside of works. outside of Tom Selleck and porn stars, who is hot with a mustache? And old Greek grandmothers. <laughs> um, Kevin Klein looks really good with a mustache. Uh, Timothy Dalton looks really good with a mustache. Um, Timothy Dalton, really? Yeah, don't you remember? Um, do you remember him in Flash Gordon? When he was Prince Baron, he had a mustache. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> Mike's like, oh, yeah, I love him. Oh, my God, Prince awesome. Baron. Awesome. Prince Baron was so hot with a mustache. <laughs> he put his hand in that, in that trunk thing, of the tree yeah. thing. Yeah. And- 
He's so brave like yeah. that. And then he double crossed. Flash. Oh my god, don't spoil it, but his mustache was so swarthy. <laughs> Johnny Depp looks very good with a mustache. Um, but he doesn't, he doesn't do the mustache without the little soul patch, so he's almost got like a well, goatee. Well, so yeah. it's almost a goatee, but that's a character thing. That's specifically for that character. I've seen him, um, I have seen him with a mustache and other things, and he doesn't look bad what at all. Sean Penn? Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Sean, right. Okay, Sean Connery. Adolf Hitler. Sean, I, I prefer... <laughs> <laughs> because Sean Connery to Adolf Hitler, like, without even letting like... Silly audience, like, transitions are for kids. Um, we no, wish, we Sean Connery looks better with facial hair than without, I think, personally. I don't... I mean, I, like, I remember him from the old James Bond movies from when I was younger, and he's a very handsome man. But there's something just damn sexy about him when he is sporting a beard or a mustache oh, yeah. or a goatee. Like, he is, like, honestly, the man's, like, probably 80 years old, but he's still, like, damn. He's, he's like, hot. I am the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> he is. He is the most Actually, that, that guy, that guy, the most interesting Lucky man in the world, dude, he looks good a with a beard and mustache. He does. Yeah. He does. Stay thirsty, my friends. I want to know how Eric went from Sean Connery to Hitler. Like, like in a <laughs> blink of an eye. As, as soon as the mustache thing came up, I was thinking about Hitler. So, well, he because that—that's a mustache that's, style that, that has a, been killed for all time. Yeah, 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 yeah that thing's is. dead. dead, dead Charlie dead. Chaplin. What about like what about mustache. like Stalin? Stalin had that oh, big yeah. bushy oh, mustache. Yeah. 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 yeah, right. Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the handlebar. Yeah. The big well, handlebar like mustache. Oh, yeah. yeah. The mutton chop. Mutton, you are going down. Or, my, actually, growing up, right, my yeah. dad always had my... He has a, an actual goatee now, but growing up, my dad had one of those, like, Fu Manchu, like, m- things that went all the way across oh, his lip. Oh, the 70s ones? It went all the way down <laughs> his chin. Was it braided? Well, no, no, it wasn't, <laughs> the, it wasn't the like, star long, stash. but it was, like, yeah, it was total porn star stash. Like, my... For the majority of my life, I remember my dad when I was really little not having any facial hair, but probably about mm, 10 years old, and he's always had it since then. Like, I have not seen my father clean-shaven in probably 20 years, 25 years, seriously. Yeah, see, my dad shaved shaved his his uh, beard and mustache when I was in college, and so I came home for, like, Christmas or something. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting down there, and my dad walks in, and I literally, <laughs> I was like... For a second, I thought it was my grandpa or my oh. grandpa's like brother or someone. Oh, took, really? I mean, it took oh, me like a half man. a second wow. to realize who it was. <laughs> see, and I want to do the thing where the, the I want to just let it grow and just see what the hell happens if I have got to do it. it. Like it's going to be like down to like you know the midpoint of my neck. Mm. You not, know what I think it, you got to do is you got to shave the neck part up to the like the lo- the line of your jaw. Well, I know. So I'm, that way, like, I'm doing like, that so that way it won't get scratchy. The thing is, though, is I'm doing that now, but I'm wondering that if the if the actual beard part gets longer if i can actually go that go that far with it if i just let the rest of it go because it won't matter no more cutting the hair no more cutting the beard you're gonna just go full hobo well one thing i've never done is like let the hair just really go i came really close in 07 it was pretty long but it never let the beard just go and I'm curious hey what if we combined all of Bryce's experiments into like one thing like he put World of Warcraft for three day, for three weeks straight and then he like just let his beard grow all at the same time and then he like mixed a crazy you know sauerkraut milkshake or something he was drinking those regularly I think it would kill him 
I think it would literally, he would be dead. Are you trying to say there's something wrong with me? Is that what you're saying? Nevercast listeners, no, no, you but need I'm just to glad you're spacing these experiments out. Experiment you're trying to destroy yourself in some way. Maybe we have to have a sit down with Bryce. Mm-hmm. See, it's, it's from, from gastrointestinal to your appearance. Just <laughs> let it go, man. I, just let it go. I agree with Eric. I think we should go the jackass approach and yeah, take exactly. some calls to figure out what, what the next experiment next? should be. The other thing I think we should do is every show we should take a picture. And so they can see oh, yeah. the beard. You know what you should do, Bryce? You should let your um, nails go. Like, don't cut your nails here. As long as you do the beard. Are you still king of your castle? And then you shouldn't, you should do the, I'm not brushing my teeth. So you should not brush your teeth, you should let your nails go, and you should have your beard grow for as long, until spring. And let's just what see what think, happens. Jeff? That'll Is be that interesting. I'm thinking probably not so much. All right, so I, so, so I, I actually eat nothing but sausage. <laughs> ooh, 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 wait, wait, hold on now. <laughs> can, we, can, we, can, we throw, can we throw some cheese in with that too? Absolutely. Yeah. All right, so here's, here's what I want to know. Just to wrap up this whole thing, so must, but your pubic uh, hair is going to be very nicely trimmed. Everything else will be uh, destroyed. <laughs> Perhaps in a special shape. He's going to be bejazzled. Scroll jazzled. No, all right. So what I want to know to wrap this up is: Would any of you guys actually grow a big Tom Selleck mustache and wear that thing? See, I would yeah. not. I would go In beard, but I'm not going mustache. <laughs> no, I could maybe do a beard again, but probably not. But definitely not a mustache. I could do the mustache, but well, yeah, it's a lot for of you would take like three days. I don't know. It seems like a lot of work. And you, you don't think it would like make you like the weird old? Guy? <laughs> the weird. I'm thinking more I of the porn there's, star. There's, there's something. The porn there's star. something about work. the mustache on people that it's like. I think of like you remember the you remember Napoleon Dynamite Napoleon's brother. <laughs> I think of like Napoleon's brother. You know, Kip. Yeah, yeah. If I got, you could totally grow that Tom Selleck like big thick mustache and just sport that walking around, that would be the coolest thing ever. Because nobody does that anymore. No, you would be so unique. But here's the thing: in order to get to to, um, to to get Tom Selleck's mustache, you got to be Tom Selleck. And Tom Selleck brought a lot to it, to just being Tom That's Selleck true. with that mustache. Yeah, he, and he was really in Hawaii has. and everything. Yeah. And he really has the corner on the whole being Tom Selleck mark. It, that yeah, is exactly. True. That's yeah, that is true. true. I think I think what we should do is throw it out to the Taverncast listening audience. If anyone wants to join me in the quest to grow the most giant beard on the planet, take a picture of your crazy facial hair. Yeah, facial hair, facial, 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 definitely craziest mustache ever. Not your other hair on some facial, facial hair, like attached to your face, grown naturally. Well, that's been another episode of TavernCast. Hope you have all enjoyed. Come back and see us again next time for some more excitement, intrigue, and uh, who knows what the heck's going to come out of Mike's mouth next. Jen, <laughs> Jen kind of sounds like an NPR girl. Can you do like? Can you? Can we do the last? Uh, the sweaty balls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we? Can we actually do? Uh, yeah. Let's do this. We've never done this at all. We're going to do the entire ending. TavernCast NPR. Well, folks, that's been another episode of Tavern Cast. Mm. So great, don't mm. you think? 
I had a great yeah. time. Didn't you? It was, it was so, yeah, it was so amazing. Much thanks, thanks so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks so much for being here. All of you, thank you so much. Um, it's really interesting. It is. Hey, Bill, do you, uh, you wouldn't happen to have the phone number for our loyal audience, would you? Yeah, yeah, Bryce. I've um, I've got it right here. As a matter of fact, oh, that's so, so great. great. You're amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a great number. You know, there are a number of numbers we could have chosen from, and this one really is great. But but you I you don't you don't, don't know remember. it, do you, Bill? <laughs> the number is one seven three four six five seven four two. Eat that motherfucker! <laughs> I got that number right! Oh, oh, oh yeah! Oh, that feels so good! Oh. Yeah, that was a great number. Good times. All right, back to you guys. Good times, good times. Good times. So we'll see you next time here on Tavern Cast. This has been Bryce, Eric, Mike. <laughs> You're not going to let him get away with saying my cell phone number for the show, are you? Yes. <laughs> we'll bleep one. <laughs> it's, like, it's, also, it's like blowing up all the time. It's like, oh, shit. I'm at work. I'm like, good calls, let us know. Did you guys do that in the intro? No. Hello, <laughs> Hello this is Mike. Hey, is this Mike Moen? <laughs> yes, yeah, this is. Who is this? He, listen, I heard your cell phone number and he said, Oh, God damn it. You, Bill is a jackass. <laughs> you are awesome. See, don't take his shit anymore. Seriously, dude. Do not listen to him. I can't stand it when he's yelling all the time. You totally are my hero. I mean, seriously, dude. World of Warcraft, I know you're all about that now. You are my last hope to bring the show back to World of Warcraft. Tell me you play it. Mike, please, please, please tell me. Will you friend me? Will you invite me to kill? Please, look, Mike, look, please. Look, here's who you gotta call. You gotta call Bill at 310. 310- He's our guild officer. He can get you right in. Hey, uh, hey there. This is uh, Mike Monin speaking. Uh, uh, um, this is Karg. No, uh, this is Mike Monin. Oh, okay, Karg. So here's my my question. I've got this this rash on the just like below my junk, but on the inner side of my my sack. Just got. Okay there, uh, my friend. Listen, listen. Uh, here's who you gotta call. Bill, you gotta Bill's call playing Bryce. around. You gotta call Bryce at six five zero two one five eight. Hey, I'll be all your clothing related questions. <laughs> hey, dude, I'm, I'm bored during the day. All I'm doing is trying to grow out a beer here, so I'll, I'll take these crazy calls. I don't nothing, care. Nothing going on. <laughs> that was a lot of comedy. I really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like good times. Good times. Good times. I think, actually, uh, Mike, that your NPR voice is one of the worst I've <laughs> ever heard. You're fired, Mike. Yeah, really? It's really bad. Really? Good it's not time. good at all. <laughs> Mike's going to have to go it's... back to his job at the morning show where we found him. So that's yeah. been another episode of Taverncast yeah. with our late and failed host, Mike Monin. <laughs> Trying to go for comedy, but just... Mm, not swinging it. Mm. I'm Bryce. I'm Eric. I'm Bill. Oop. I'm, I'm Bill. I'm Jen. I'm Mike! <laughs> Good times, Hi, folks. Thanks so much for showing up.
is performed in a closed recording studio by trained professionals. Do not attempt this show at home. Taverncast does not endorse underage drinking and reminds those of you who are of age to have fun and drink responsibly. Taverncast is a Snapdragon production. Visit us online at www.taverncast.com. Listen, uh, let's have uh, Cromley, Eric Watson, let's have him read the opening this time. Producer, is that all right with you? Uh, yeah, that sounds fine to me. Uh, you know, he really hasn't done that great of a job in the past. Um, I don't know if he's going to f*** this one up like he did all the other ones, but oh, it couldn't get any worse, so let's give it a try. Uh, that guy's been a f***ing son of a damn f***ing moron, actually. Yeah, that f***ing asshole... Uh, up my shit the other day. In fact, he actually f***ed my dog. Uh, I brought my dog to the studio the other day, and I'm like, what the f***, motherfucker? My dog's name is motherfucker. I'm like, what the f***, motherfucker? Why are you letting Eric Cromley Watson, uh, f*** up the and, uh, Yeah, you know what? You know what? I say f*** you. Yeah, yeah. her. No, no, that's the name of my cat. Yeah, yes, and it should be pronounced, and we'll see how it is. So I actually... How do you pronounce before, it? Before... What? Beer. No, you, Whiskey. You said it should be... Who's pronouncing what, what now? You said it should be pronounced. How? You're an idiot. Oh, sorry. Edit, edit, edit. What is he talking about? <laughs> you Just went to the It's not me. Here, well, I'll call him on my phone. All right. Do you have his number? No. What is it? We don't either. I don't. <laughs> Minor technicality. <laughs> Tons of charm. Oh, I hear dial tones. Hi, you've reached Mike. Not available. Oh. E, how are you? Leave a name and number, and I will give you a call right back. <laughs> At the tone, please record your message. When Probably doesn't you know your number. Is he screening calls? Hey, this is a message to myself. Uh, this is Mike. I just want to talk to myself and let my know myself know that uh, I'm an <laughs> asshole for not being on Taverncast and uh, totally being late for the show. Uh, I want to say sorry to everybody that's uh, out there in Taverncast land. Um, and I want to remember to pick up a new, uh, you know, uh, gallon of milk on the way home tomorrow from the <laughs> office. Uh, so note to self, I'm a shithead for missing Taverncast, uh, milk, and uh, and uh, pick up that new gay porn I was looking for. Yeah, that's it. Okay, thanks. Bye, Mike. I mean, me. I mean, huh, that's funny. I got to mention that on the show. Okay, bye. <laughs> I can't wait to hear how that one goes. (laughs) That's pure entertainment. Next up, This Old House. Bob McClarsky takes a look at the plumbing at an eastern Massachusetts home. Hi, this is Bob Jensen. We're here at This Old House, and I've been working on this piping for quite some time. Here I've got a couple of screwdrivers I'm going to be using. (laughs) 
uh, screwdriving, we could see. We're hammering, we're hammering. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was like drums in the background. Yeah, we're at the construction yeah. site. It's carry interesting. On, carry on. Yeah, and these, uh, we've been working on this construction site for a long time. Most people don't know this is actually a chicken farm that I was actually at. Chicken farm. <laughs> chicken farm. Bog, bog. Oh, sorry, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) What do you do with chicken? Give it something easier like whale. You're at a whale farm. Because those are so common. They're actually killing off all the chickens (laughs) of the slaughterhouse and putting in a giant tank for whales. <laughs> this is the greatest show ever. <laughs> the best part was Bill goes chicken farm. <laughs>